Excuse me. Can I quit this podcast? <laughs> <laughs> I told Eddie Murphy to stay in college so he'd have something to fall back on. <laughs> I did great advice. <laughs> Jackie, how about the lighter side of history? The lighter I'm side... I'm not done laughing at my joke! Okay. I know a lot of things and I share them on the podcast and you don't care. What are we talking about? We're I can't get a word in edgewise <laughs> on this show. I mean, it's... Here's how we sell it. Okay. All right, welcome to the latest edition of Stand Up Memories, and I am Peter Bales. And I am Jackie Martling. Jackie the Joke Man Martling, and Peter Bales, Locust Valley High School, class of 73, and Jackie Martling, class of 1890, no, class, <laughs> class of 1966, and uh, <laughs> if you left us last time, you know you were on the edge of your seats waiting to hear this story. You know, we were talking, you and I were talking a bunch of times about uh, high school and school and there's so many things that were universal that you didn't realize were universal. I know I always for the longest time would have cheat sheets but if you wrote yourself a cheat sheet the only thing you'd remember is what you wrote on the cheat sheet. Right. Because writing a cheat sheet is tantamount to studying. Right. You know you're writing it, it down and put, putting it in your pocket is like you know um, it's so silly that, uh, oh God, I, I just drew a, oh, I didn't do well in high school because I refused to study. Uh, I, I grew up in a very weird, you know, people say, oh, in my room, in my desk, but I, I didn't have a desk in my room. I, to this day, I don't know where, if I did any homework, where I might have done it, I have no idea. And in 11th grade, Mr. Haggerty's American history, which is probably, I think you teach American history. It was like so many classes, you read a chapter or two on Wednesday, say, and then Thursday there was a test on the chapter or the chapters. And I guess, and this is an honest to God story, one night I guess I was bored and I had nothing to do. So I read the chapters that, that we were supposed to read. Yes. And I swear to God, I sat down in his class the next day and he gave out the test and I looked at it and I don't think I said it out loud, but I almost said, well, of course I know these answers. I just read this list, <laughs> which was the whole concept. That's the but idea. It was, but it was like, of course I know this. I just I read actually it. did the work. Of course I know this. this so is much money. Mr. Mr. Spina, oh. we had the Regents, when I was in high school, the Regents was 30 short answers, like little problems you had to do, and it was like, you know, 3A or Z plus 2, or, you know, the answers were very short. It was Math 11, mm -hmm. and then there were longer problems where you showed your work. And uh, they were a little more uh, foolproof because, of course, you'd do your work and you'd figure them out, you know, and you could... And I was really good at math, and I'm taking this, and Mr. Spina, when the, when the teacher gets the regents, they haven't seen it before, they open it up and they whip through it. Yeah, yeah. It's because it's their yeah. field. Right. So Mr. Spina does 
the test, and somebody in front of me raised their hand. And Mr. Spina came over to help the person at the desk in front of me, and he had the test, the answer sheet, in his hand. <laughs> and leaned over to help them, and I'm looking at the answers, <laughs> and I found three mistakes, because they're very simple, short answers. I got 100 on the reason. <laughs> I mean, I would have got probably a 97, but I did, the idiot, it was like, it was just. You sure you want to put that public? Do you think enough I, I think I think the statute of limitations, I think uh, Mr. Spina is dust well, at this point. Cheat sheets are the bane of a teacher's existence. I mean, pe uh, people, students will write on their hands. I've seen cheat sheets on the labels of water bottles. Of course, the desk, I check the desks. You're not going to get away with a cheat sheet. And of course, the old joke, and we'll have to explain it to people who are listening to this podcast. Those of you uh, watching will now see Jackie do an impression of Mick Jagger in high school reading his Cheat sheet. <laughs> so great. Because of his reading giant his, lips. Reading his bottom lip. Yes, reading his bottom <coughs> lip if you're listening to the podcast. But everybody cheated. They said, like when Marlon Brando, Brando did The Godfather, he had, he had the, his lines hanging everywhere, yeah, you know. It's, actually tucked into Robert Duvall's pants. The latest thing is you can actually have a smart kid in the corner take a picture of the answer sheet that's perfect because he's a smart kid and he can send that picture to somebody who has a cell phone who's not too bright in the other corner of the room. So you really got to confiscate. But that kid is smart enough to use a cell phone. Right, right. So you, gotta, you really got to confiscate the cell phones. You know, I, I, <coughs> I don't want to go through the whole dumbing down because the first, I, I thought the world ended the day I found out that they're no longer teaching kids to write. Script. Yeah, they're not. I know, yeah, it's yes, like, cursive. It's, it's, uh, an eighth grade exam from 1900 is a college exam today. It's, uh, there is a dumbing down. There's, there's no doubt about it. Um, and I luckily, luckily, we got smart when you could still get smart. <laughs> I think I know what you mean. We got smart when you could still get smart. We got exposed to a lot of things. And now uh, people tend to specialize sooner. I really believe in a liberal arts education. You've got to have a little math, basic understanding of math science with a lab, foreign <coughs> language. Did you take a foreign language in the, everybody had a hot Spanish teacher. I took four teacher. years of French, and that was actually in one of my songs that I wrote a million years ago, four years of French and I can't parlez-vous. I mean, <laughs> you know, I, like we had a gay French teacher and all I did was make fun of him the whole oh, time. Not a, for being gay, just because he, we had a he, gorgeous. he was, he was, he was a, uh, a catcher you could run on. You know, you could steal second and steal third because he, you know. A gorgeous Spanish teacher, and I still remember her late at night under the covers. But the point is, you should be exposed to a foreign language. Uh, and of course, English. You've got to be able to read and write. It and drives me crazy because I know every joke in the world, and people are flabbergasted by my memory. But learning a language is memory. And it just didn't stick. No, and, and it's harder when you're older, too. Uh, but I got to tell you, I have no, That doesn't pertain to everything. As a professor, <laughs> you see things differently because when you're a student, you know, yeah, cheat sheet. How can I get over? How can I do the least amount of work? Mm -hmm. Do I really have to do the reading? 
As a professor, you see it differently, and you always deal with these wise-ass kids in the back of the room. There really is such a thing. I think in your are you uh, the guy that act, comes back and says you're only cheating yourself? You're only are you cheating. That? Oh, you're only cheating yourself. Uh, I, I, I say this. Uh, this is a joke in my act. Like one time I said to a student, I didn't fail you, you failed yourself. A couple hours later, I see the kid in the hall, he goes, yo, I didn't key your car, your car keyed itself. <laughs> but I got to tell you, first day of social studies class, before I even start, and social studies, of course, is history. Uh, before I even start, a kid in the back goes, when is the government, he's got a real attitude, when is the government going to release the film of the Lincoln assassination. <laughs> Before I could say anything, this girl goes, you were so stupid. It was in a theater. They didn't allow video. <laughs> is, that a oh. is that a truth? Oh, I got to tell you. <laughs> and this is a Long Island joke that works only on Long Island. Um, I'm talking in social studies class about Charles Lindbergh, 1927, the first man to take off in a single engine plane from Roosevelt Field and fly all the way across the Atlantic Ocean solo and land finally in Paris, the first transatlantic flight. And this kid goes, how could he take off from a mall? <laughs> and I said, I said, they cleared some cars behind Hot Topic and he was able to get enough of a momentum going. Uh, Did you ever go to the Smithsonian or I oh, think it's yes. the Air and Space Museum? Oh, absolutely. There's no windows. The spirit of St. Louis, he, not only did he fly across, he, he couldn't see, he, he had to right. look out from the side. Of, to right. me, that, I couldn't even make it to the end of the runway. <laughs> and meanwhile, he's one of the more despicable human beings in, in history, which is just... <laughs> that reminds me, uh, my brother, I think the, the statute of limitations is out for this one, uh, learned... Uh, was a, is a pilot today and learned on small planes and he had a job flying a small plane for a Long Island radio station to do traffic. And it was him and the guy who actually was on the air. And to save money, the station manager said, don't take off. Just taxi to the end of the runway and when you're on, turn on the engine and fake it. And make it up. And make it up. <coughs> and everything is, you know, you know, medium traffic, everybody, you know. Right, right, right. Uh, right, 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 right. Just right. fake it. Just yeah, fake it, it. It's rush hour. And it's, it's, uh, it's, <laughs> 110 is a lot of cars right. on 110. You know, right. come on. <laughs> That's and so fun. Professors look at parents like, oh, my God, parent. When a parent, a parent's not objective about their own kid. Of course not. You know, but, you know. I have a friend uh, and comedian from Washington, D.C., who got her start at uh, Garvin's, which was the, the DC club for so long, uh, named Tina Georgie. And she started out as a teacher and actually had a conference with a parent where she lost her temper and said to the parent, the only way your son is going to pass my test is if he eats it. <laughs> because parents don't. They just get it. They, it's always somebody else. It couldn't be Johnny. And you tell Dirty John. But see, that's Dirty Johnny. You know, that character exists in your lexicon. 
all those dirty Johnny jokes are the, the that kid, that wise that, ass kid, that, right? I I was in my him. mind. I was him. You know what I mean? So and so you were John, dirty Jackie. But if you <clears throat> but there's all degrees, you know. There's all degrees of uh, you know kids that got away with this. You know, when I was in high school, the biggest crime in the world was somebody sneaking a cigarette. I know. In the men's room or the girls' room, which like, it's just so crazy that that that's not a blip on anybody's no. radar anywhere. You know, no. today I'm sure they just they put out their ashes on the teacher's face. You know what I mean? <laughs> I I think times have changed. I mean. You know, my, my laptop when I was an Etch-a-Sketch when I was in school. Uh, and we learned script. And, but some things haven't changed, I don't think. I mean, you, know, you know, I didn't get in trouble, but I thought twice about it after I said it, which I thought I was so witty. I got my teacher certificate at Michigan State for, for, a, year, for a year or, how, or a couple of terms. I'm not going to be an engineer, which I never had any plan of being anyway, but I took some courses so I could teach because I thought that'd be a, a nice thing to do. And I got hired for two days <laughs> to proctor the regents' exams at my old high school, which was such a thrill to stand up in front like a teacher. And, and it's an audience. It's an audience, it's a classroom full of kids, and they had to fill out their name, their address, their sex, their date of birth, blah, 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 you know. But after they went home for lunch or went to, for lunch, when they came back, they had to fill all that stuff out in the afternoon, too. And I said, all right, now you need to put in your name, your address, your date of birth, your sex with, which for a lot of you will probably be the same as this morning, <laughs> which, was, which was very a funny. Great joke. But that's like 1971, you know, like <laughs> now it's more like a not necessarily, you know. <laughs> My God. Oh, I do jokes in class all the time and the students don't get it. They're not, uh, you really have to be kind of a junior or a senior at least and really in college to even get sort of adult stand-up comedy at all. Younger than that, they're not going to get it. But I do jokes all the time, and they just stare at me, and they drive me crazy. Well, but, and there's got to be a certain amount of, would, would the teacher really try to be funny? Well, I'm bringing, the, the I think you can yes. use humor to, to teach. Oh, yeah, no, yeah, no, but, I you mean, know, it, it probably, you know, we, my eighth grade teacher, uh, Mr. Fallon, used to come in, and I, lived by Red Skelton. I watched, my mother used to watch me watch Red Skelton, which I loved because the guy just had so much fun and enjoyed himself so much on his show and just giggled at everything and, and cracked himself up. And, it, 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 you know, it's so funny because years later we were watching the 75th birthday of Red Skelton on HBO in the Florida comic strip. So long ago, there was a TV in the condo right. at the comic strip. Right, right, right. And here's Red Skelton telling jokes, swinging his arms and laughing, and I think it was Bill McCarty or Bill Masters, they looked over and said, that's you. And maybe, you know, subconsciously, <laughs> I'm, I'm doing Red Skelton or whatever. But it, 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 was, it was just so fun to watch. But he always did the seagulls. 
Herman and Heathcliff. And <laughs> out of nowhere, the, our science teacher, when we went in for science class, he'd do the Herman and Heathcliff jokes at Red Skelton. Two seagulls. <laughs> and I would roar, and people think I was kissing. But I wasn't kissing his ass. I thought it was so funny, you know. <laughs> I had a teacher that inspired me. His name was Mr. Perry, and he made history fun. And I took the baton from him and ran with it. And in class, he said to us, any of you, he didn't say morons, but he meant it, any of you who spell guerrilla warfare like gorilla in the zoo, I'm taking off 10 points. And you immediately snap up and go, oh, guerrilla warfare, G-U-E-R-R-U-E-L-L-A, not gorilla, G-O-R-I-L-L-A. Oh, I'm not going to lose 10 points. And I do that now with my students. Any of you who spell guerrilla warfare like it's a gorilla in a zoo, you're losing 10 points. And nobody gets it wrong. You ever have a teacher that inspired you? You know, it, it's, it's really funny how things stick with you, you know. Um, I, I don't think I could have ever spill, spelled guerrilla warfare correctly. I, I would have known enough to G-U-E but after that, I'm lost, you know. Yeah. Unless you just spelled it wrong. I think I, I may have gotten I think you I think you, you, were, you were on a U-E G-U-E-R-R-I-L-L-A. No, I think. There's not a whole slew of vowels. How do we spell? Well, listen, we always like to leave the show on a cliffhanger. And the cliffhanger is how in the world do you spell gorilla? As in guerrilla warfare. I got a guy, my next door neighbor is so stupid, he spells farm, E-I-E-I-O. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we're going to come back next season and talk about the Roosevelts. And the big question, DNA test, is Jackie related to the Roosevelts? The point is, you may think it's impossible. We're going to have to find out. I think it's impossible. Look at him. But the route to finding out is really, really intriguing. Yes, and you can find out a lot from a DNA test, believe me. Ask Thomas Jefferson. <laughs> oh, that's for sure. And this has been the first season of Stand Up Memories, which has been so much fun. We're going to have a second season. We're going to have guests. We are going to tell stories and share memories and have so much fun. I am Peter Bales. And I am Jackie Marling, and thank you if you made it this far. All right. Hey, a new episode of Stand Up Memories every Wednesday. How exciting is that? It's starring me, Peter Bales, and right here, Jackie the Joke Man Marling. Please follow us on social media. Search it out. What is it? MeSpace? MySpace? Your space? TikTok, Instagram, Facebook. Do-da, do-da. <laughs> <laughs>